What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to Amy McGeechee's House Guests. We're here to talk about all things house and home, commercial, residential design. Our guests today are developers in commercial, and they have some really exciting projects on the go. Rebecca and Matthew, welcome to the show. This is such an amazing brother-sister duo. Thanks, Amy. It's super nice to be here. Thank you for having us. You guys are doing some really exciting projects in Langford right now, but I want to take it back for a second and talk about how you got into the industry. You guys pretty much have been involved for a long time. Yeah, we've been uh, in Langford here for eight to 10 years. We actually lose track of how long we've been here. And did you start out in Langford or were you doing the build services before that? So DB Services is our, our Victoria uh, company. Before that, though, our parents had a, a company in, in Alberta, and they did everything from, they started with concrete sidewalks. We used to tie rebar on the weekends for ice cream cones. <laughs> yeah. All the child labor. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you really grew up in the business and learned as you went. Yeah, we really did. Um, one of the things that our parents did when we were growing up is they were always uh, flipping houses. So we moved by the time we were 15 or 16 years old, about seven times. And wow. we would buy a house, renovate it, flip it, sell it. And uh, and then we got into eventually building some acreage homes and some multifamily developments in Calgary, which um, was basically the, the leaping off point for us when we started looking for a new province to live in. And you chose the best one possible in the best city possible. How are things different in BC versus Alberta? Yeah. We, we had to get used to island life. <laughs> Which is so hard, right? Yeah, uh, contractors weren't quite as quick when we moved here and stuff. So it was, it was, it was tough to find a, a group of contractors that, you know, were, were, were motivated to the same level that we were. And uh, we're, we're really happy with the setup trades that we have been able to surround ourselves with. And uh, we really try to use the same trades from project to project. So, mm-hmm. you know, we've done 13, going on 14 buildings here, um, all within Langford, all within a block of our office. And for the majority of those projects, we've been able to use the same trades on each one. So we can see the same people, mm-hmm. you know, Rebecca gets to, to work with a lot of friendly faces and stuff. And it just makes the projects a lot more fun and a, a lot more enjoyable. Yeah. Well, I know I've been working with you guys for probably close to a year now, and I'm always so amazed as to how wonderful your staff and trades are. Everybody genuinely seems happy to work there, and they just have such positive attitudes. Yeah, one thing, actually, I know that you've commented on on our sites is when you walk in, it's just like a breath of fresh air, and it's, you know, really, uh, yeah, everybody's motivated. We're all driving towards the same goal, and we all have been working together for so long that we've really found that synergy and that consistency in the quality of the product that we produce as well. And I know you guys are family, but everybody else feels like part of your family as well. 
Yeah. Yep. Yep. Our mom well works in the company as well. Um, my father-in-law works at the company as well now too. Yeah. So um, there's definitely lots of family around. Um, another really neat thing is, is we've, we've been able to bring young people into, into the company and be able to see them grow. We've seen, you know, people enter the trades and, and grow into, you know, full-fledged electricians and plumbers. And mm -hmm. even on our own teams, we've had people come in, you know, helping to clean up the site. And now they're looking after all our grooming activities when we turn over a suite to an end user and things like that. So it's been really neat to see the community impact as well. Mm -hmm. And you guys are really are creating a community within Langford. I mean, it's completely changing. Pete Road is so different now and so positive and vibrant. And the buildings that you've done in the past as well for rentals and such, they're just such beautiful spaces. Yeah, it's been really important for us to revitalize this community that we've chosen to call home and really create an environment where you can live, work, and play in the same community. We're promoting walkability. We're promoting engagement at the street level with the different retailers that we're selecting here on Pete Road and really making sure that Langford is the place to be. Yeah, that's a really good point too. Like it's actually been really humbling how the communities accepted us as well yeah. and how the local business community you know, like every time we start up, uh, open up a building, we're always going around to local businesses, making sure they're included, they're able to do welcome packages for the tenants, mm -hmm. so that when people move into their new homes, you know, they're able to, to be welcomed into the community as well. Yeah. And really offering um, services and such for the community so that it's kind of a hub now, they don't have to go far, like you said, they have that walkability, the restaurants, and everything right there. Yeah, absolutely. So what's the process like for a development like District 56? Because it's it's going up now. The one building you guys are occupancy now in your office, which is on the fifth floor, the building next to it, which is going to be 12 stories, is on its way up. But the planning, how long have you been planning for? <laughs> Pretty loaded question, right? Yeah. <laughs> The, uh, you know, everything starts with a, a vision and a, and a want to start with. And, and part of uh, this office building that we're in is uh, I, I work under an architect and, and that's part of the design, part of the design book services. And we uh, went to a, a seminar probably five or six years ago and it was on mass timber. It was on um, being able to build buildings out of wood columns and beams and you got these structural wood panels that you can expose and the wood looks beautiful and everything we went. You know, that's something we'd really like to do sometime. And uh, so we actually started doing a couple of residential projects and then we were able to work ourselves up to this building that we're in where there actually is exposed wood columns anywhere. The ceiling above us is all, all wood. And, and it was really a, a vision we had over five years ago that now we're able to complete, mm -hmm. you know? And then you take that one step further, you go, okay, you can build five stories out of wood. You can build six stories. Well, next door, we're doing 12 stories out of wood. It's the first one on Vancouver Island. So looking at, you know, the sustainability of it, you know, we're not using all this concrete and rebar and all this captured carbon, mm -hmm. but, you know, to design something like that, that's, that's a first on Vancouver Island, you know, mm -hmm. that was years in the making as well, educating and all of that too, that goes into it. Yeah. We definitely with Tallwood One took a walk before you can run approach where we built three different uh, lower mass timber buildings um, that we would have normally built out of our traditional stick frame. So they're all six stories and they're here just uh, less than a block away. And we really got all of the trades on board. And so, I mean, 
I can't remember when we opened Hockley Corners, but it's been a few years before we can really launch into making District 56 uh, into the landmark development that it is here. What were some of the challenges with the mass timber that you've come across? Because I, I can only imagine that it wasn't smooth sailing the entire time. That's true. Yeah, it was just, you know, it's newly adopted into the code. The first mm -hmm. one we did, we actually had to get an engineer to sign off and say, yeah, that this is, is going to be okay to use. Um, you know, there was fears around fire when it came to using that much uh, timber. And it was really interesting. We got to go to, uh, to Surrey and they mocked up a box of a mass timber ceiling and wood frame walls and they put these two pallets of wood in it that were just loaded like we're talking like you know you take a campfire bonfire and you put two of those inside this box and the Surrey fire department lit them up on fire and the fire went and all this kindling and all this wood burnt down but then across the ceiling nothing happened because the wood just charred over like a log in a fire and the wow. fire extinguished itself yeah so that was a that was a huge moment for the future of mass timber in British Columbia, not just here, uh, to show that this is how this product performs in a live demonstration. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. so, yeah. I would imagine to build it is more expensive than the standard route. Yeah. So yes. to build this way, it's a bit more expensive per square foot, uh, but we save on time. So we save on time, and also in a fire as the concrete or steel building that rebar literally superheats and fails in a fire. So these are actually, they're finding are actually safer buildings for residential. So that's one of the reasons we've gone towards them. And also the fact that we can build a project three or four months faster than with, uh, with concrete. And so there's just so many people here looking for homes and stuff that we literally just can't build fast enough. And why is it a faster process? Uh, it's mostly because everything's modular. So there's no waiting for concrete to cure. There's no waiting for supports to come out for the concrete. Um, so right away you can go in, you can do your electrical and plumbing the day after you put the floor in. Mm -hmm. Or with a concrete building, you're waiting four to six weeks just for those metal pull shores to come out so that people can get in there and start working. I love also all of the design elements in the buildings as well, like the exposed braces and all of that. Can you tell us some of the other elements that you had added to the space? Yeah, so you want. Oh, I was just going to say, our, the architect that Matthew works under has a tendency in most of our buildings to frame a circle at least somewhere in almost every building. So that's, I think that's something that's really iconic. And it's kind of like a, it's, a, we know about it, but not everybody else maybe does. Yeah, it's like a little, a little, hidden, little hidden gem. Yeah, a little, it's a, what do they call this? Easter egg. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's just, it's a very unique building. The, um, there's seismic braces in here that are the first to be used in Canada. They were made in, in, uh, in Idaho and we had to deal with COVID and shipping them up and try and figure out how are we going to get these across the border in the middle of COVID. The truck sat there for three days and we're like, okay, can you, can you let our material come into Canada, please? So we can keep building our buildings. So, uh, you know, that's been a roller coaster as well. Just dealing with procurement through COVID mm -hmm. is uh, definitely been something we were never experienced or, or expected. So, yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about the interior design for a minute too. The lobby of Terminus is so cool. Can you tell us a little bit about the theme um, throughout the space? Absolutely. So Terminus itself in its name, um, many people may recognize as actually the name of a train station, specifically a famous one in Rome. Um, and we named Terminus as such because we wanted it to be 
not only an endpoint, but also a beginning point for the community. And we wanted to also tie in the local Vancouver Island rail history. We're actually only just a block away from the ENN railway or the the, road, the railway that goes up and down the island here. And one of our long time, actually our staff number 001 is uh, Mark. <laughs> he has been with us since nearly the beginning and he is an avid collector of railway memorabilia. So we have dedicated the lobby of Terminus to having a gorgeous display case that will feature some of his railway memorabilia, as well as the building itself actually has uh, different vinyl graphics throughout the whole building of historical photos and magazine articles and waybills from trains and that kind of history here from Vancouver Island. So You almost so want to go to each level and go check yeah. out the washrooms and such because yeah. we have some great graphics in each one. Absolutely. Yeah. And that has been such a fun process, like going through and finding like some of the pieces of waybill that I've held came from like the 1800s. It's really incredible. Some of the memorabilia we have here. So uh, it's nice to be able to tie something like that into, you know, it's part of the heritage of this of the area and also to add some uh, additional interest into the building itself. Yeah. And how has it been working with um, the city of Langford? Because that's sort of your hub now where you set up and um, creating community within the space. Yeah, we've worked really closely with the city of Langford um, over the past, I mean, how many years has it been, you were saying? Maybe about 10 years. Yeah. And uh, working, you know, first it was we need to bring housing and then we started to realize, well, we need to have a more walkable community. And so we actually work with the current business development manager and she's constantly bringing us like, oh, there's this business who's interested. Do you have space for them? Or there's this business. And so having that collaboration and that kind of open communication with them has been so wonderful. It's nice to have a, or a city that's actually behind us as a developer and willing to um, help us succeed in their community. And yeah. provide all that support. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really becomes a, a partnership and you know they're, they're very much about getting stuff done. So Yeah, it's very they, true. They like and they probably come to you now too with their needs and what they would like to see within the community. Yeah, we've definitely had some have some good chats over coffee with them and and working with the city to to bring much needed housing and retail spaces. Yeah, even what the street level feels going to feel like mm -hmm. this whole peak corridor, what that feels going to be like, you know, the different businesses that are going to be moving in here in the in the near term and, and just the improvements to like you said, mm -hmm. the walkability of the community mm -hmm. and the engagement of people being able to engage with the buildings mm -hmm. and with the space as well. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How did you guys initially find the land? Did you know that you wanted to build in this that exact area? So that's that's actually a really good question because my mom, mom or mom Margaret, she um, just happened to to run into the current landowner that owned these properties sometime on the street. And they had a nice conversation, and the lady, her her husband, had sadly passed away, and and uh, she had people trying to buy her properties and stuff. And she actually came and said to my mom, "Hey, I want you to have the first opportunity to buy this strip of properties." And, and wow. we're to her for for doing that yeah. and and for being able to do that because it it really gave us an opportunity to really transform quite a bit of downtown here. Mm -hmm. yeah, and, to, yeah, sorry, Amy, to have like a strip of land that's like, you know, a whole continuous block is really yeah. 
here. Yeah. And for your mom, because she's been in this industry for so long, what do you think are some of the things that she's seen as the biggest changes? Like, is she open when you come to her with this idea of mass timber or completely changing and pivoting the business? Yeah, she's she's actually really astonishing um, of a businesswoman. You know, she's she's I think she really balances the well, do you think this will really work with the okay, let's go and do it and try something new. Like she's she's really wonderful. Yeah, I think some of it is we're not afraid to try new things. We're not afraid to, um, in some ways, we don't want to get bored with what we're doing as well. So for her, it's 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 nice to see using new processes and, and learning new things and, and not, uh, you know, just doing things the same way we've always done them. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, she's definitely a woman who's willing to find growth and, and also to inspire others to think outside the box. That's what I love to you guys are so supportive of all your staff members and the team and what it's like for their career moving forward and such too, because they really, it feels like everybody's such a big part of it. Yeah, we're, we're, we're so thankful for our, for our team of uh, here. We got, I don't know, how many languages do we speak now? Oh, it's like 15 or something like that. It's quite astonishing. Yeah. 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 So, you know, we got uh, lots of young designers that have come in. We got, you know, designers from Egypt and India and Iran and stuff. And so we, we've really been able to grow a very multicultural and, and diverse team here that uh, is really a lot of fun to work with, actually. Yeah. And uh, it smells really good around here when everybody's eating up their lunches and stuff. So. <laughs> and everybody probably brings such a unique, fresh uh, look on things as well. Absolutely. The variety of different ideas and um, the, the kind of experience that they all have from where they've come from in the world is really amazing. Uh, and we really promote like openness and that, that ability to communicate like within the throughout the whole organization, you know, we're very transparent, we want everybody to feel comfortable to say what they want. And so we find that that promotes creativity at the end of the day and and that's I think one of our greatest assets I have to say though one of your team members is super demanding every time I walk in the door she just wants belly rubs and cuddles um Annie's sort of the star of the show your your dog well and now there's a new puppy too (laughs) yeah she totally is so yeah we also have a dog friendly organization dog friendly office so um Annie has been the employee of the month for who's running and she yeah she just loves people she's really cute and yeah one of the best office dogs I think we could have ever asked for yeah, yeah. I think we have four office dogs now yeah they all have a place on our website with the title yeah so, you know you got your chief happiness officer your security Aww. chief your playtime coordinator yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So. well and it really helps to boost staff morale and I think the guests too when they walk in the door it's just so friendly and inviting Definitely. Yeah. And she knows I actually I sat down in the lounge today and I could all of a sudden I could hear it. it's like she was watching. If anybody's the <laughs> she's like right there, right next to you. Pet me, pet me, pet me. <laughs> well, and then selfishly, I just want to talk about the interior design of your new office space for a second, because we had so much fun with that and really kind of tried to think outside the box a bit, but it's this really cool modern space with beautiful lighting, yet really cozy, comfortable furniture. 
Yeah, we had just such a blast. I mean, I actually have to give a shout out to Mo's Home for uh, working with us and helping us find a great array of furniture that really suits the space. Um, and Amy, you too. The, the you know the combination of the different carpet that we used in the lounge that really looks like an area rug versus the like really energizing and sort of engaging brighter carpet that we used throughout the rest of the office space. And tying all that together with these gorgeous mass timber elements and tying everything again in with that um, that black and white theme that we really went with throughout the whole building it's stunning like everybody that walks into this office is just their mind is blown they're like wow this is such a gorgeous space it feels so bright and warm at the same time as welcoming yeah. And it's it's really become a space where our staff can actually collaborate and communicate even better, yep. right? Like you were just saying at the coffee machine, you yep. know? Yep. Yeah. We're, when we're moving in, like outside here, it's all common area through the middle of the space. We have this this big entry foyer, which everyone refers to as the living room because maybe <laughs> like, pick these nice couches and chairs that are in there. Yeah. And when we were moving in, everyone was like, oh, that goes in the living room. And we're like, oh, no, no, that goes in the lounge. <laughs> the lounge, you know? the lounge <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. The and then the circular lighting too kind of offsets it because that's your real modern element. How large is the largest ring light, Rebecca? 72 inches, so it's six feet in diameter. It's massive and it really fits the space perfectly. I mean, and the way that we've staggered the heights of those lights, amazing. They're yeah. just gorgeous, yeah. And then the kitchen's large enough that everybody can circulate within it without bumping into each other. Yeah, we have no more story zone. In our old <laughs> office, we had basically the like tiniest kitchen you could imagine. And in order to get in there or go around anybody, you know, it was always like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly within each other's space. Yeah. And, and like a big thing we talked about too, right, Amy, is we want to create spaces where people could get up from their desk and have lunch at a space other than their desk, you know. Absolutely. And the kitchen is a place that everybody hangs out, whether it's at home or in a commercial space. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and I'm finding that they're able to chat even more, like they're making their coffee and they're able to have, you know, it may be slightly work-related, but it might also be that they're having these more personal discussions with each other. Yeah, it's, it's really um, improved, I think, our staff happiness. Well, I want to thank you guys so much for coming on the show today and being my guests and sharing all of your information and insight. And I just want to thank you so much. Thank you. It's really, it's really been a treat to work with you and thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you very much.